The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On today's episode, we're talking about NXT, the Great American Bash. But before that, it's Wardlow's world. Ugh. Wardlow's world. He's the new TNT champion on AEW excellent. Dynamite. X. Well, for him, it's party time. For him, it's definitely excellent. Oh, yeah, I know, but for, for everybody else. No, I know you got a great reception Wardlow did uh, on his entrance upon his victory. I mean, they, this, this was going to happen, and I knew this was going to happen. I was hoping for a more interesting outcome. By more interesting, I mean Scorpio Sky wins, and, and he keeps that belt for a while longer. Warlow is going to be a fine champion. I think I, I I have no problem with him being TNT champ. I just wanted Scorpio Sky to have a longer reign as champion, more defenses, uh, 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 have a, a really memorable reign. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I, I think it'd be awesome if he had like a Miro esque reign, especially. I'll, I'll be honest. Like as much as I love Scorpio Sky. A lot of it also had to do with how beautiful that title was. It's a great title. You know, I, I I've come my older age to appreciate uh, uh, the the Lakers' legacy, partially because of the HBO series, also just because I'm old and the Kings haven't been in contention for mm. two decades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but 
God damn it, that was a beautiful title. And I thought title, and I thought Scorpio wore it beautifully. Um, I thought him having that big ass faction of America top team was gonna maybe help him. But yeah, dude, once they announced that Wardlow was gonna fight him this week, I thought they'd even drag that out a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Once they announced that he was gonna fight him this week. Uh, it became obvious that not only was Wardlow going to uh, dismantle America top team, which he did, uh, that he was going to take that title off Sky, and he'll probably have a dominant reign with it. It would be nice, though, if you know a bad guy who has all sorts of shenanigans at his uh, disposal could actually use said shenanigans to keep that title for a little bit longer. Yeah. That's sort of the point of bad guys. Yeah, I know. Uh, Michael Sodope here in chat says sky made it sound like he was hurt on twitter now i think it had been reported that he was dealing i think he's mentioned it too that he was dealing with some sort of injury um so i don't know if that came into play here where mm-hmm. the situation where where he's like yeah I, I could i could do a match to get the title on warlow but maybe he needs some further treatment on injury so he can heal up don't know specifics uh, strictly speculation getting back to the idea of speeding things up not only did this story seem sped up, same with the Acclaimed and Gun Club. They were really getting over as a faction. Oh, my God. Like, you know, it's really. funny. When the uh, when their opening horn thing hits, the burp, siren, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm telling that get that, that got the same reaction. That gets the same reaction these days as the Okada coin drop, man. It gets a massive reaction. So this is the Scorpio Sky tweet. Thank you, Maggie. Says, to my supporters, thank you. To my detractors, thank you. I'll see you all later. Okay, that sounds like it's more than just a couple weeks or even a couple. Yeah, it sounds like it's more than a couple weeks. Yeah. That's what interim titles are for. Tony Khan loves interim titles. Yeah. Let him keep this title. Don't, if he's he's already hurt, don't have him go through a three powerbomb match. Yeah. I thought, yeah, it was like a leg injury of some sort, I thought. Ankle and knee. I mean, I'm sure he was fine enough to go through this match and all that, but still, it's just, I don't it's know. just, it's just a bummer because we both, we both like Scorpio Sky a lot. Want to have a really good title reign. Uh, yeah, they've done the interim TNT title, like I think. So. I know. Um, I guess they so, just didn't uh, want yeah. two interim championships. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. It is what it uh, is. Yeah. So it's Wardlow's world. Uh, you were just talking about uh, the Ass Boys and the Acclaimed. You're right. They were super duper over. I know that this is to get, you know, I mean, it's only going to make the acclaim more popular, but, and, and I mean, maybe it's, you know, AEW's never been terrific about nailing timing on things. Sometimes they do things too fast. Sometimes they do things too slow. Mm -hmm. They'll drag them out or it's kind of not often that they actually achieve perfect timing on stuff. And I honestly think that think that just takes more time mm-hmm. uh, uh, in terms of knowing, understanding how to book these things so that you really hit the nail on the head. That stuff can't be easy. I feel like in WWE, it's kind of second nature. Like sometimes they do drag things out, but oftentimes they know, like they, they get in a good rhythm of like when to pay stuff off. Yeah. Um, maybe it means Tony Khan needs more help. I don't know. But yeah, this seemed a little quick. They're like really over. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the acclaimed is, is, is absolutely one of the best acts and people are oh, yeah. loving yeah. Loving the stuff with Billy Gunn sort of taking them under his wing instead of his own kids. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it seems like we're going to get a match uh, with all these guys now that Bowen's – I mean, I know he's not been injured for a little while now, but I guess maybe they're just waiting for that to happen, and maybe this was the plan from even before then. I don't know. That could be. That could be. That's entirely possible. Uh, then our main event, we had a really solid bout between Brody King. Of course, he won the Battle Royal. Um, and, and thanks to this episode of Dynamite, I finally saw – uh, how he eliminated Darby Allen. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty cool, huh? It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. He uh, challenged John Moxley for the inter- interim AEW championship. Camp short as expected, but still a pretty solid showing for uh, Brody King. Um, apparently, uh, after the show went off air, the rest of the House of Black uh, came down to the ramp. And I guess Darby and Sting were there to have a bit of a stare down. Of course, also Miro called out Malachi uh, mm-hmm, during yeah. Dynamite tonight. So it sounds like uh, Malachi is going to have uh, uh, his hands full. That'll be interesting. Um, I'd love to see them try their hand at a story that, I mean, they've done it before, where a story that kind of weaves in and out of other stories. Um, they did it with, they've done it a couple times. I mean, most notably, I think probably when Cody was around and it was under, you know, understood how to do that stuff because he was probably integral at running creative in AEW. Now he's gone, so he can't help Tony Khan actually. And, and now it's just a dumpster fire there, creative show. Right? <laughs> That's kind of the point no. you've been getting at, so I'm just trying there to are, There are some differences, but no, I just like to mess with you. <laughs> um, but no, it'd be interesting because you had mentioned, obviously, with Brody in the mix for uh, for the AEW Interim World title, you know, his boss is Malachi Black. Mm-hmm. You'd think that he'd be the guy, and I'd love to see that they need, House of Black desperately needs a step up when it comes to their feuds, and I can't think of anything better than a protracted, a long uh, a feud between Malachi, the House of Black, and maybe Blackpool Combat Club. That could be a lot and of fun. And especially something that might kind of incorporate Miro into all that as well. Absolutely, yeah. He'd be sort of the wild card of everybody, you know. That mm-hmm. could be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting to see where they take that. We can just sort of dive into it. Sure. Uh, start it off with Wardlow versus Wardlow's Scorpio world, Sky. Wardlow's world. And as Wardlow had said, bring all your dudes from America Top Team uh, and and uh, and I'll take those guys out. And yeah, they they basically did all that. There was even a title, uh, a, a Scorpio hit. Uh, what's his face, Wardlow, with the title, mm-hmm. and uh, and he kicked out barely at like two point nine, and uh, and then yeah, and it, and it ended it with with three power bombs. Three power after bombs. What's his face, Lambert got launched off the apron as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, new TNT champion Wardlow. I hope also. That he gets something a bit meatier. I mean, obviously, if this was Scorpio Sky, sort of not at his best, not at his fullest, couldn't do a full feud, that's fine. Whatever he gets into next, hopefully it's it's meaty and it's good, you know? Exactly, exactly. Um, and as Warlow's celebrating at the corner, they got the confetti cannons out, raining confetti everywhere, or at least in those two sections nearest to the confetti cannons. Yes, Steve? So Wardlow is from uh, the Cleveland area. Correct. Uh Browns, Cavs, uh, what do you see in terms of him rebranding the TNT Oh, title? good question. Well, it's also the home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, like an Elvis tie. Elvis is hot right now with that movie. Maybe something. I don't know whatever uh, music Warlow happens to be into. You know, uh, he's got to start playing air guitar on it. Is Limp Biscuit yet in the uh, Hall of Fame? I don't believe so, but what, what does it matter? He's into? What do you think he's into? Well, I mean, what, kind it, of, what kind of does he, what do you think he's in? Sure, new metal. That sounds that sounds you know new metal. Or you think he's like possible. an old old school country guy. You think he's a rebel radio type? Oh, you think so? Some Waylon Jennings? Yeah, maybe the Highwaymen. Maybe Highwaymen. Oh, some Chris Christopherson. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know. We I should interview know. Wardlow sometime. Ask him. Say, hey, when now that you got TNT championship, how are you going to customize this belt? And oh, get, that'll he, probably it'll, it'll be that'll be by next week. That'll happen, and he'll be like orange or brown. Yeah, right. Yeah, boo. Who knows? Who knows? That, it's it's that's the worst. The the Cleveland Browns they've got the worst looking gear, man. 
especially when just across, like the you know across the state. Anyways, you've got the the uh, Cincinnati Bank. Oh, the Bengals have the be- most beautiful gear. It's Taz colors, you know. Yeah, I'm aware of the. Uh, yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware of what colors each team uses. I don't mind you know the Browns. Kind of, yeah. I, I like when the uh, the San Diego Padres had the brown and orange gear. I really like the brown and yellow they had in the '70s and they have now. Yeah, I like earth tones so. though. Yeah, there you go. I like brown. I think brown's a good color. I like Taz colors. You do like uh, Taz colors. After that, we had a Mox promo. Uh, he says a lot of people tried making their name off of him. A lot of people bet against him and lost a bunch of money. Just waiting for the day that someone will put a beating on him so bad that he won't recover recover from it. And they're hoping, hey, maybe this Brody King guy, maybe he's the one. He says maybe they all thought about the kind of maybe they they they, they all have to think about the kind of monster they're dealing with in terms of him. He says ten days ago I beat a Tanahashi, a man I respect deeply. Then I carved up people's heads, blood and guts, and I just did it for fun. Yeah. He says, I know who Brody is. I know his friends. I know his enemies. The only question left is, does he? Uh, does that monster have a monster-sized heart beating in his chest? And I hear him say that. I'm like, I hope not. Cause yeah, not supposed a to large have a, heart. That's, a large yeah. heart. That's awful. Hey, hold on a second, buddy. That's my gimmick. Whenever anybody says they got a big heart, I always say they have an enlarged heart. I don't want to tell you. Shit. I don't want to tell you. I've been around you too much. He says, uh, he says, uh, Brody better hope so because we swim in the deep water. Why is it like within the last two years, the deep water analogy is like everywhere in wrestling now? Everybody says deep water now. Oh, is that what is that? Is, is that a thing? I haven't, yeah, I, everybody says this all the time. You're in the deep water now. Well, it's scary, man. You know, Jaws was on the other day. I you know I what else it. is scary. I, yeah, what the deep recesses of outer space. That's yeah, but okay. How are you gonna say what does he say here? He says, oh, because I'm swimming in the deep water with you a shark. You say you're floating adrift in the deep recesses of outer space. Yeah, That's but what's gonna ta- what kind of space monster is going to attack you like a shark? You don't need a monster out there because you can't breathe. There's no <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> you don't need a monster. There's no monsters in space. What the hell are you talking about? It's not the most dramatic. It's not the most like urgent thing. I'm just telling people to get some original stuff. That's my point. Everybody says okay. deep water these days. What about what high, about what about this? You fell down a well. How about that? <laughs> How about this? You got lost while you're hiking and your arm's stuck in a rock. <laughs> well, that's just a plot from that James Franco movie. <laughs> that really happened, you know. Uh, a guy cut his arm. I'm aware off. of that. I know more than oh. a movie with James Franco in it. You think you'd be able to do that, or would you die? What do you use? Cut his arm, arm off? off? A, a knife? It was, like, it was like it was like a dull Swiss Army knife, man. He had to cut through the the little nerves and everything. I'm aware. Oh. I've seen the film. I just watched that one part on YouTube. You haven't you seen know, the whole that's movie? the only reason why anybody would watch that movie. Because you want to watch the part where he cuts his arm off. No, you see the you see you see the the process and, and the journey he goes through to get to that point. It's not about the destination. This is a bunch of journey. walking, right? This is a bunch of walking. No, he's stuck in that rock for a long time before he cuts his arm off. Hundred and twenty seven hours. Yeah. It's the name of the movie too. But the movie's not in real time, Steve. <laughs> Anyways. Tony Neese and Mark no, Sterling. Not even finish Mark, Mox's promo. He says it's being world champ isn't for everybody, but it, 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 he, it's what he does every day. That's how he finishes it. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Tony Neese and Mark Sterling backstage in the dark recesses of space. Because <laughs> right now he's floating in the dark recesses. I mean, no, mean, that's a good because you could use the alien line. In space, nobody can hear you scream. Oh, my gosh. Why does it be a monster involved? Space is scary enough. You're just floating out in space. Yeah, I get it. But there's got to be like a monster analogy. All right, fine. There. You're, you're in the event horizon of a black hole. Happy now? Yes, that see there we go. That's terrifying. You get no, pulled into spaghetti string. Cast adrift in space. Horror horrifying. Millions of light years from any anywhere. That's your cast adrift on memory lane. Uh Tony Neese and Mark Sterling had a set adrift on memory bliss, Steve. <laughs> that's that's the one too, yeah. Ah. They walk up to Keith Lee and they're trying to get Swerve removed from the roster because he's a snake. Keith says, you know, me and Swerve have trust issues. But I'm his partner, and he's my partner, and we're still winning. Unlike that guy. Oh, that he was points great. Over oh, and he's Neese. walking out of frame when he says it, too. Yeah. yeah it was man. great. It was great. Uh, also great Christian promo. Um, he says, you know, coming on the heels of blood and guts, I'm the cage everybody is talking about. And he says, people, the same people are demanding to know why I turned on Jungle Boy are now demanding why Luchasaurus is still aligned with me. But before he could finish, he's interrupted by Matt Hardy. And Matt calls Christian the Michael Jordan of being an asshole. Mm. He says, Jungle Boy had become my friend. Uh, he trusted you, and you screwed him over. And Christian says, Matt, you're going to pretend that you were friends with Jungle Boy, that you knew him better than I did. Here's the thing. You're starting to make your brother sound like the sober one. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know. It's messed up, man. It is it's messed up. Messed up. Uh, Matt then says, I see what you're trying to do with Luchasaurus. You're using him to make as much money as you can. And I did it myself. I was there, and I regret it. And in a strange twist of fate, my life has been a mess for the last month. Uh, but I'm out here to make sure no one else gets taken advantage of. And Christian says, Matt, you're a clout chaser. You use everyone around you. And you'll even turn a blind eye to your own brother and his issues so you can have one last run. Oof. Now you're out here acting like you care about Jungle Boy but you realize that I'm the hottest thing in this business and you just want to be near me. But the thing is, right now, Jeff isn't, the way you're acting, Jeff isn't the biggest embarrassment in your family. You are. So then Matt makes a move. Uh, Luchasaurus headbutts him and then just sends him in the ring post. Like he kicks his head into the ring post and then choke yeah. slams him through the timekeeper table. Yeah, and Christian goes over there. He's like, are you happy now? You got your 15 minutes of fame with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was good stuff. That was really good stuff. I'm loving Christian as a as a bad guy, man. It's it's so it's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, we had a blood and guts video package followed by Claudio and Jake Hager in a no physicality interview. No violence. No violence allowed. Hager says, "You know, Claudio, you may think you're tough, but you're not as tough or as hard as I am." He's not an actual world champ like I am. I'm an undefeated MMA fighter. I want my respect. Have you seen some of the guys that uh, Jake Hager's fought in MMA? Uh-huh. Fucking looks like you and me out there, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean. So, <laughs> so, Claudio. Hey, you think it would win in an MMA? Probably, probably Jake Hager over Punk, right? In an MMA match? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 
Uh, so Cloudy is like, hey, I'm no chump myself. I beat Zack Sabre Jr. in my first match, and then my team beat your team at Blood and Guts. He says, you may be an undefeated MMA fighter, but I'm undefeated in AEW or rankings matter. And next week, I'm going to go 3-0. and mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was cool to hear Claudio drop a promo and not have to, like, you know, read scripted dialogue. Yeah, sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't work. It, it was it, You're right. It was really good. I like that he was wearing – RJ City on Twitter noted that uh, he was wearing the really thin stripes so it was fucking with the cameras. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, one thing yeah. they probably told him not to do in WWE. <laughs> don't wear yeah, those don't, thin yeah, they stripes. They don't think about that what, here at AEW. Just they don't think about that stuff. But another thing about that point is I noticed when Christian and uh, Matt Hardy were in the ring doing their promo stuff. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy would try to jump the gun sometimes on Christian, and you never get that kind of stuff in WWE. Yeah, and it's like they're just they're just improving, right? They're just doing their thing, and you're supposed to jump in where you're supposed to jump in. But like Christian was trying to make one last point on one of those, he was listing off all the people. Yeah, that he Matt, literally told Matt, "Wait, yeah, wait, let me get this punchline in yeah. here." Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's interesting. I look, I honestly don't think I think sometimes WWE's way works better. Sometimes AEW's way works better. I think there's. Positives and negatives of both. It's interesting to watch. Them yeah, I mean, in the right circumstance, when you have people talking over each other, that's what life is like, too, sometimes. You know, we that's do that here, too. too, or we're both trying to make a point. Sometimes we step over each other. That happens. Not everything is yeah. is your line, my line, your line, my line. It doesn't work that way in life. So sometimes it feels more natural when you have people kind of talking yeah. over each other. But yeah. sometimes you want it to be crisp. Sometimes and you want that punchline there. You do. You absolutely do. Uh, then we have Butcher and the Blade versus Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. So early on, Keith Lee beals the Butcher across the ring. So he rolls out and grabs a chair. He wants to go and hit Keith Lee with it. The Blade goes, hold on. Can't do that. We get DQ'd. Down the rankings we go. Wins. We need wins, wins man. We need wins. wins. They, they want to win here, not a learn. Yeah. So eventually, uh, Butcher and the Blade, they isolate Swerve. He eventually gets the hot tag. Uh, uh, to Keith Lee, he goes a run, on a run. He tags Swerve back in. They hit some combo offense. They eventually hit their finisher to get the win, even though there was a miscommunication at one point where mm-hmm. Keith Lee's looking to pounce the blade, and Blade pulls Swerve into the path, so Keith Lee uh, pounces him instead. Right before they hit their finish, Keith Lee offers a fist, Swerve, gives them a, a, a fist bump back, same pace. I kinda, yeah, I kind of li- like how like they're – their matches are kind of messy. They're, they have no idea how to develop that chemistry, but we're watching them do it in real time, mm-hmm. and they're appreciating being able to eke out these wins because even afterwards, like, Keith Lee picked up Swerve and was like a little extra, you know, hey, we did it, you know, mm-hmm. that this mm-hmm. was tough, but we did it. Yeah. I, I appreciate that about this. Definitely. It makes me want them – I don't want them to split yet. Exactly, <laughs> I want them I to keep this team going Same. And see what Same. they can do. But I feel like they're going to split soon. Uh, Hobbs and Starks come out. Uh, Hobbs says Swerve and Lee are pissing them off, and he says, "What you, what you Swerve and Lee have in front of you are two grown ass men." And then Ricky Starks, this was amazing. He says, uh, uh, "Me and Hobbs, we could have ended your career. We could have done a social media. We could have done it on the mic. Just ask our former teammate." So, do you know that's Brian Cage year, you're talking about? The one year anniversary of the best tweet in the history of wrestling. In Philly, you big dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> was tweeted from Ricky Starks to Brian Cage when Brian Cage said, uh, Where's the Philly street fight at? <laughs> in Philly, you big dumb bitch. The one year anniversary is coming up in three months. I feel like we need to celebrate something. We really should. We should it's really on should. October, October 6th. We should make some so, t shirts to commemorate the event. 
It's on a Thursday, All right. so maybe that smash zone. We'll this. We'll we'll watch that. We'll watch something between them. I don't know. That's good. <laughs> the the that's street good. fight. I don't know what yes, we'll watch. That's all, that's all great ideas. Yeah. Um, so he continues. He says to to Swerve and Lee says, "The two of you aren't on our level." He says, "I'm tired of thinking that you are just because just because where you came from." Mm, and he goes, be- "I'll beat your asses right now." I'll beat your asses right now. He starts yelling. At, this is incredible. He says, if you two, if you guys want to talk about who the best tag team is, Young Bucks come out. Yeah, they're all super condescending. Matt says, oh, that was a great match. This tag division, mm, on fire. Everyone is eating well, but let's not forget who set the table in the first place. He says, uh, or sorry, Nick then says, both you teams, great. He said, and you, you both had great a great match at double or nothing, four and a half stars, but that's an off night for us. And you couldn't even get the job done. You still lost to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. But then after that, we beat Jurassic Express. So Matt says, we have a proposal for you. Next week, let's do a three-way tag team match. The crowd's already chanting FTR. And he says, uh, Team Taz, Swerve, and Keith Lee. And then Nick grabs a mic and goes, oh, we're better than them. But yeah. FTR and the Young Bucks. Yeah. Maybe they just yeah. want to get past death before dishonor before putting those tag titles on FTR. Yeah, no, I I feel like that's the case. I mean, it's what's kind of a bummer about this is that they're sort of just looking past Hobbs and 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 Ricky and and Lee and Swerve because they are two really terrific tag teams. Um, but it's clear that the Young Bucks are not going to drop those titles until it's FTR, mm-hmm. probably in September. But that's still a long. That's still like two months away. Mm-hmm. Um, Death before uh, dishonor is only a couple weeks away. So as of July twenty third or twenty fourth or whatever, they're not going to have a lot to do. So I don't know. Maybe is there like a? I mean, I guess at that point you just have about six weeks to feud. So that's not that bad. Yeah, that's 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 totally doable. Yeah, I just kind of wonder, like, once that triple threat's done, because that's next week, is it just going to be sort of for bragging rights between Swerve Lee and then uh, and, uh, Team Taz? Like, are they going to get, like, a, a another two-on-two to blow this thing off? Like a, Probably. Like, that's, well, that's, when are they going to Philadelphia for a street fight? Yeah, I know. And where will that street fight be? Well, Ricky Starks <laughs> has your answer. He um, does. Yeah, it could be. It could be. And that's when Swerve and their glory falls apart. Mm, that could be, yeah. Could be. That could be. Uh, then we got a Malachi Black promo. He talks about envying Mox for a variety of reasons, but he says he truly envies the experience that Mox is about to have uh, because he says, I'm going to make sure Brody leaves his mark on you, and he'll make sure that what Mox experiences tonight goes far beyond the physical realms of pain. Physical realm of pain. Mox is gonna he's gonna choke him out <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna pass out is what's gonna happen yeah yeah uh after that we had an Eddie Kingston interview he comes in congratulates Wardlow congratulates his winning team last week yeah even Claudio see I'm growing up I'm maturing here's the re- yeah <laughs> made a fart noise uh he said here's the real deal Jericho made me a liar I didn't taste Jericho's blood so I gotta get at you again and then Jericho shows up on the Tron. He's like, hey, Eddie, you want to taste my blood? You want to get crazy with me? Let's get crazy. And then they, the camera pans over. And uh, Ty Conti slams a car door on Ruby's arm. And she's like, ah. And then Jericho tells Eddie to mind his own business. Or that could happen to him. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There we get the uh, Dark Order. They come to the ring. Uh, John, they're in Rochester, New York. This yeah. was a lovely segment. It was. Uh, John Silver says Rochester is Dark Order Country Course. Rochester, the hometown of Brody Lee. Eva Luna says that's why it's important for us to drop some news here. I want to thank everybody for supporting us. And 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 this, he says with a pause there, the six of us are here to stay. Dark Order is forever. We're going to start a new chapter, and a new chapter starts with a proclamation. And he hands the mic to Negative One. Mm-hmm. QT Marshall instantly interrupts, and he goes, "Oh, I get it." Your dad is from Rochester. He's a legend. But Brody Jr., you take after your mother. And he says, uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't bring my friends out here. So, negative one, tell your friends to get out of here. Otherwise, I'm going to go to your dressing room and rip all the heads off all of your toys one by one. And so, Hangman, Paige walks out. He throws QT into the ring. Dark Order, destroy him. They all hit moves. And then negative one gets the mic and says, I would pin you right now, but I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to wait. Yeah, till he's till he's eighteen, I think he said. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was cool. They should have just had him pin him. I thought it'd been a good moment, a bugshot mm-hmm. Larry, and then have the kid pin him. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have different interests by the time he's eighteen. Maybe he'll be an astronomer. Could be to look at to to study deep, the recesses deep, of space. Deep, deep. <laughs> the deep recesses. Of deep recesses of space. Penta Oscura, Oscuro, Oscuro, Penta Oscuro versus Roosh. Was next. This is a grudge match. This is a fun uh, match too. They were beating the heck out of each other, especially the latter half. This was rad, but the real fight here was between Jose and Alex Abrahantes. My goodness, these guys are in a blood rivalry right now, Larson. Really Jose are. is my dude, though. I got Jose on that one. All my confidence points on Jose. If these yeah, guys I'd, go one on one, I'd lean towards Jose as well. I'm telling you, man. I've said this mainly off camera. I don't think I've said this on camera yet, but there was this Breaking great news. picture. No, not for you. There's this great picture yeah. on Andrade social media of him, Roosh, and Jose. But Jose is in the middle, and Roosh and Andrade have, like, matching blue suits, but Jose, I think, is wearing black. He looks like the boss. He looks like El Jefe of La Faction de Ingobernable. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Wouldn't it be awesome if he ended up being the puppet master? That like, be he's something. not just the guy with the iPad. That iPad has all of Jose's thoughts it could. And, and schemes Plans. in them. Plans. Plans. The can blueprints. Have, he can have his, uh, all his, his bookkeeping in there, too. Yeah. For this enterprise he's running. Games also. Yeah. Could be Candy Crush on there. Maybe he likes words with friendos. Could be. Yeah. Anyways, this match. How do you say, Maggie, how do you say words in Spanish? Because I know con amigos would be with friends. Como se dice words? Uh, this match was a lot of fun. Uh, Roosh ended up getting the win. So, But towards finish, Penta actually hits him with a cutter, hits a super kick, then a package pod driver. He gets he has him covered. He has him has this match won. Andrade comes over, puts uh, Roosh's foot in the bottom rope. And so the ref is distracted by Phoenix kind of chasing down Andrade. Roosh then hits Penta with a low blow. Rips off his mask, rolls him up to get the W. These guys keep on taking these masks. These, have you seen like Republic Lucha? These matches, these masks are like three hundred seventy-five. Very bucks, expensive. Sometimes more. Yeah, palabras con amigos. Uh, yeah, no, this is good stuff. Hopefully, we'll get more of that. I hope so. Uh, after that, this was cool. They had the little Ring of Honor logo. Yeah, was that great. popped up because this is a Ring of Honor bit here. It was like back when WCW was on WWE, but th- this is kind of cool, and that wasn't. Um, 
So yeah, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, uh, and Satnam Singh promo. Dutt says, the best celebration is going to be when Jay pins Joe to win that TV title. Jay says, Joe's going to be a tough challenge, so I'm not taking him lightly, but I am taking his title. Ha, 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 ha. And then Satnam Singh leans over and says, new champion. Yeah. <laughs> that guy has got a – he's got charisma in that face, that Satnam he does. Singh. He does. Oh, boy. Uh, so then we get Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. They walk up the best friends. They want Orange Cassie to sign the petition to get Swerve kicked off the roster because Swerve has been a snake in their estimation to Orange Cassidy. And Orange says, I don't sign anything without my lawyer. Dan Howes and steps in. He says, ah, that's where I come in. And so they're all kind of bickering a little bit, and Sterling has an idea. He says, this could be money. How about Tony Nese versus Orange Cassidy? And if Tony Nese wins, then Orange Cassidy has to sign. Yeah. Tony Nese ain't going to win that match. No, he's not going to win that. Uh, after that, we had the acclaimed in Gun Club versus Fuego, Leon Ruffin, and, <clears throat> and Bear Country. Um, during the rep, so the 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 gun the ass boys they're over it. They're completely over it. They, I mean, this whole thing was telegraphed. It was just sadly, and you can kind of feel it happening also when you know Billy Gunn threw them both off. It was like, oh no, don't do it. And then he did it. So uh, while they're making their entrance. Uh, uh, one of the guns, uh, Austin, robbed us from another awesome Max Caster rap. And he just rips the mic from his hand, goes down there. And uh, and so the gun club ends up, uh, so they all sort of start arguing. Uh, Austin ends up tagging himself in. Caster hits the mic drop. And then uh, what's his face? I think Colt, no, Austin, I don't know which one. Austin kind of pu- pushes Caster aside and gets yeah, the cover in the wind. and steals yeah. the cover right there on one of the, the, the bear country guys. Mm-hmm. So then gun club starts arguing with the acclaimed. Uh, uh, they lay them out with clothesline. The, the gun club lays out the acclaimed with clothesline, start beating them up. Billy throws them both off, says, what are you guys doing? You know, uh, yells at them. And then Max Caster gets up and then Billy whoopah, hits him with a clothesline. Bowen starts to get up and tries to get the scissor from daddy ass. And instead he eats a famouser. I know. That was really sad. It was very sad. He was like, come on, this is this scissor me, daddy ass. Yeah. But nope, you get a fame-asser no, instead. You get a famouser. yep. Yep. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, next, we got another brilliant Miro promo. He talks about the way that himself and Malachi are different. He says Malachi collects the weak. I disposes of them. Uh, Malachi, you stab people on their back. I break people's backs. He says, Malachi, you prey on the flawed, but I am flawless. He says, Malachi, go ahead and buy a big bag of coins because you're going to have a lot of eyes to cover. The Redeemer is coming, enraged. Enraged. He's going to be going after every one of those members of, you know, it's going to be Buddy first. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is going to be Buddy first. Man, buddy imagine first. a match between him and Brody. Woo! Does Buddy Mirror. need a new name? Is that why Buddy's always the guy that it's eating pins left and right? Well, the problem is that he was Buddy Murphy in WB, and and I'm sure to help his bookings on the independent oh, scene sure, yeah. after he kept the Buddy name. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which I get. Murphy also is not a very intimidating name. Like if he just wanted to be Murphy. But, I mean, that's also RoboCop's real name, so. Might get confused. There might be trademark issues. There. But I was saying Murphy. Hey, you, creep. You know, because of RoboCop, I hear, I hear Murphy. I think RoboCop. RoboCop is intimidating. Consumer confusion. Could you be. Know. Uh, you think so? When you th- when you hear Murphy, you think Robocop. my first thought is RoboCop. Yeah, mine too. And RoboCop. That's, that's the punctuation of that movie. What's your name, Murphy? Murphy RoboCop. And then it says RoboCop. So then I'm even confused. Uh, after that, we had Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir versus Thunderstorm. Which would be like some awesome Rawgate mutant version of Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm, but now nah, it's just they're a temporary tag team, just so they could maybe sell some crappy shirts. Which there's totally a crappy shirt on there. I love I, Thunder Rosa is great, and I love Tony Storm. I think they're both terrific. Yeah. Uh, and what I'm hoping this is temporary alliance. They split, feud, and then Tony Storm gets that title off Thunder Rosa. That's what I'm hoping happens here. Tony Storm is great. Tony Storm is great. Thunder Rosa is great too. No, she's terrific. I, I wish they would they they would book her title run better than what they have because it has that she really has been the focus of really a whole lot of stories while champion. No, but they also don't focus like any attention on their women's division, so that sort of needs to happen as well. That's true. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, uh, yeah, this win. match happens. Yeah, yeah. They, thunderstorm ends up getting the win. Uh, thunderstorm hits an assisted fire thunder driver to get that win. No sort of pawn at the title now from Tony Storm. No. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Are they, they going to turn her uh, turn her bad guy? They should turn her bad guy. Oh, Tony Storm's a good heel. She's a great heel, yeah. She's I a feel really like good that's, heel. And here's the thing. like The people the people will still be into her. I know. They'll be like, oh, cool. She's just a bad guy now. But we still think she's great. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Thunder Rose is just better chasing the title. That's not true. It's just Tony Khan doesn't book this shit very well. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's not been booked well at all. Uh, That's the problem with it. Yeah. So next we got a Jade Cargill interview. Uh, she gives uh, Stokely some crap about what happened last week. Um, he says, well, if AEW can have an interim champion, then we can have an interim baddie. And then Layla Gray walks in. And he's like, well, you want to know what I whispered in her ear? Well, I said something to her that made her want to go from someone who wanted to beat your ass to someone who wanted to save your ass. And she stands there, Layla is, with her hand extended, waiting for Jade to shake it. Jade doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And Jade just says, well, this better work out or it's your ass. Yeah. She should have brought a gift. Tribute. You know? Might have helped. Hey, Stokely, what is Jade like? 
Well, she likes, uh, I don't know, Garbage Pail Kid trading cards. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to bring a box of those. Oh, wow, Ronnie Ray Gun. That's cool. I like this. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Welcome to the baddies. Mm-hmm. You know, Butter people up a little bit, Lars. That's true. That's true. That is a good point. Uh, then we get uh, you know the the rampage card. We get uh, our first two official bouts for Death Before Dishonor. We knew Joe versus Jay Lethal was going to happen, but now they announced that uh, Wheeler Yuta is going to take on challenger Daniel Garcia for his Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Ooh, that'll be a good match. Ooh, that could be a title change right there. That could be a title change right potentially. there. Potentially, potentially. Uh, we got a Garcia interview. He just says, yeah, uh, I. I uh, he said, I said, when I put my foot on your neck, uh, oh, I said, he said, I put my foot on your neck during the Battle Royal, and he spent an hour with me in blood and guts. He says to Wheeler, your tough guy act isn't fooling anybody. And then we got an FTR promo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Cash says, you know, no match this year is taking more out of us than their Ring of Honor title match at Supercard of Honor. And he says, despite the fact that we're on the run of a lifetime, People aren't giving us the, our respect and saying that we aren't the best tag team. And so Dax challenges the Briscoes to a rematch at D- uh, Death Before Dishonor. It says, Briscoes, if you want to be the king, you got to kill the king first. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, the, the FTR is going to win that because they're going to have all the titles for yep. until, uh, until well, shit, I don't know, until when, for a while probably. They're gonna yeah. have all those this gonna the AEW titles too. Yep. Um, but that'll be that'll be a hell of a match. They already have a match of the year contender against oh, yeah. the Briscoes this year. Absolutely. So yeah, they'll they'll probably one up that one and give us another one. Uh then we had our main event, Brody King versus John Moxley. A lot of this was Brody King throwing John Moxley around using his superpower uh on John Moxley. This was really good stuff. There was a bit where uh Brody reverses uh Mox pile driver attempt down there at the foot of the ramp into a backdrop and it's just you know Excalibur notes oh hey there's the, the lip right there of the thing where it meets and got his lower back and that probably hurt a lot yeah Larson what's up so you mentioned Brody throwing Mox around now if, mm-hmm. if early on Mox has said imagine now you're in the deep recess floating in the deep recesses of yeah, space right. yeah you know and then Brody's floating Mox around as if he's weightless as if he is yeah, floating in the deep. They could have put some wires on Mox too and make it look like exactly. They could have brought the house lights down, put a, yeah. a event horizon on the Tron. <sighs> Great movie, by the way. So scary as fuck that movie. I'm telling you, yeah. outer space is scary. No, I know. I watched For All Mankind on Apple Plus. They did this thing where there was like a hotel in space and shit went wrong. People died. Spoiler yeah. alert. Space yeah. is super, 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 super scary. Anyway, because it's just wins. nothing. It's so, it's so big too. It's people vast. Think that you can, people think that you just zoom to like other places. See, that doesn't happen. No, we don't. Have the, we don't have the technology to make that happen. No, we probably never will. You know, we're gonna as a species, we're gonna kill ourselves before that happens. Oh, easily. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, Moxley chokes out Brody King until he passes the fuck out here. <laughs> Brody Brody figured out what the vast the vast recess of space feels like. Just, you're just dead. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> his face looked completely well, dead. You can't man. breathe in space as a vacuum. There's no oxygen. <laughs> right, that's what happened to Brody. One reason all why the oxygen horrifying. left his brain, man. See, I'm telling you, deep recesses of space works. Uh, and then and then and then it just ended. I was hoping someone cut, would come out and like challenge Mox. Now nah, show just ended. So then, we, uh, of course, yesterday we had a Great American Bash NXT 2.0. Uh, 
uh, uh, uh, not a, like lots, not premium live event, just themed episode. Uh, mm-hmm, they shot an yeah. opening video package at that apartment complex that like all the wrestlers. Oh man, live I love this. This was great. Yeah, the, because it had Sangha doing a cannonball. <laughs> yeah, that's <was laughs> that, pretty funny. That was awesome. Yeah, there was one bit. Duke goes walking by and he's like, "Hey, ladies," and they're like, "You're, you're gross." And then he goes in the pool and then Sangha gets up and he's wearing those little tiny, you know, uh, 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 trunks. And he's like, "Hey, everybody, I've got something very important." It's the Anchorman bit. I got he's something like, I very got important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannonball! <laughs> and he splashes Duke. They get into a little splashing contest. This was hilarious, man. I like, you know what? I just appreciate now that it's we're coming up on not about nine months, ten yeah, months almost or so. A year, almost a year, but I think October months, yeah. was the launch. Yeah. Um, and uh, and all these characters, they all they all have the, a lot of them have the chemistry now. They all know each other and their roles and stuff like that. So you can do these silly little opening packages, and uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It was. Uh, opening bout. Oh, I guess all, all in all, uh, the only title change was the opening bout, I guess, huh? Yeah, but let's talk about that real quick. So Roxanne Perez did not need to use her contract for the tag title match because they got the number one contender stuff. So her and Cora Jade beat Toxic Attraction. Larson, is this the end of Toxic Attraction's reign? Is Roxanne Perez going to have all the titles starting next week when she takes on Mandy Rose? That'd be something else when she's been in NXT, what, less than six months? Yeah, going from Ring of Honor Women's Champion to, uh, to NXT Women's Champion, like, basically back to back that's mm-hmm. kind of a big deal for her that's yeah, kind of awesome deal is it's fairly unheard of i mean i guess the closest analogy would be when kevin owens signed well you know the yeah absolutely and it's such a different landscape now it really is you know it's like i don't know i don't know when like how long previous shinsuke nakamura was you yeah. know uh, uh i the intercontinental champion and then when he came over and they gave him the title but like Nowadays in NXT, as opposed to having somebody that is sort of fits the NXT mold, like Roxanne Perez is a terrific wrestler, but she's also not like a Tiffany Stratton or or a. a, a she's Lions. not a huge personality. No, I know she's not a huge personality. Even Cora Jade sort of feels to me more like, oh, this is what they're going for. So it is kind of interesting that that's what they're rolling with. Um, if that's the case, and I kind of feel like she's going to end up beating Mandy Rose next week, um, or at least I wouldn't be shocked if that was the case. Um, but it is, it's just kind of interesting. Uh, also, Braun Breaker in the main event overcame his shoulder problems yeah. uh, to beat Cameron Grimes. I don't recall, although I'm sure somewhere along the line somebody did. When, when Do you recall last time somebody kicked out of a cave-in? Has anybody recall. in 2.0 kicked out of a cave-in? Not that I'm aware of. That you can, that you can recall? Not that So Braun Breaker kicked out of a cave-in, which just doesn't happen very often. It doesn't. No, it doesn't um, at all. It was, it was a really good match. It was a solid um, bout, yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably match of the night was Carmelo Hayes. Generally speaking, any Carmelo Hayes match is going to be match of the night. He took on Grayson Waller in a pretty terrific match. Um, that was good stuff. We also had... Uh, uh, it, so there was a video package through the thing, and it said J.D. McDonough arrives next week. And it was but very American Psycho. It was super American. It was, yeah. It was like, yeah. The whole, like, he had the eye thing on doing, doing the stretches the sit-ups and stuff. With no shirt yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, let's talk about wait. this. No, well, they didn't say wait. They didn't wait. Yeah, Because at the wait. end of the show, 
he attacks Braun Breaker and gives them whatever they're going to call the devil inside now. Yeah, through the through picnic table. The picnic table. With all the so hot we had dogs. some hot dogs, some barbecue there. Waste. Um, and let's talk about this. So we were we were wondering for a while, what are they going to do with A-Kid? Is he back in NXT UK? Yeah. Is he going to get a repackage, a new name? What is it going to be? And we found that out. Yes, to all those. So he's a, <laughs> he, he's pretty much, he took Kiana James' gimmick. He did. Who took Deanna Perrazzo's gimmick? Yes. Well, it was kind of, it was, so like. Hers was weird because it was like music and math. Well, it was only math on the Tron. Yeah, right. She never made any claims about being like some sort of math whiz. Yeah. That was just what the Tron said. Yeah. So I didn't but, put a whole lot of stock in that. But Keanu yeah. James is like, oh, I know math and numbers and stuff. And then A-Kid has this thing where he says, I know math and numbers and formulas and problem solving and stuff like that. Yeah. They try Axiom. to keep it. They, they, yeah, his name's Axiom. They try to keep his identity disguised. And you see, his, if you're the least bit familiar with A-Kid, you see a silhouette and you hear him talk. You're like, okay, that's A-Kid. I know who Oh, he's is. got a very distinctive voice. He's got a very distinctive voice. Yeah. Anybody who's halfway paying attention knows this is A-Kid. Um yeah, I'm not – I look, he's a terrific wrestler. I'll put it this way. He's a terrific wrestler. He's an outstanding wrestler. This allows them to bring him in under their own name because he used A-Kid outside WWE. It allows them to bring him in under his own name. I'm sorry, under their own name, a new yeah. name. Yeah. Um, the I have no idea how involved that he's going to be with the gimmick what they're even going to do with this shit. Is he going to show up? Are his promos going to be filled with math puns? Oh, he's coming out with a protractor. Right. Uh, you uh, know, uh, what, what was the fucking, what was the calculator we all needed? The technical, uh, it was the, oh, like the giant Texas Instruments one, right? It was like a something 86. Yeah, I can't remember what that was. I, know I don't know what about. it was. But we all had to, we had to buy it. It cost like 50 bucks mm-hmm. back, in, back in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's going to come out with all that shit. I don't know. Like, why is it? Why is it Nathan Frazier just gets to be Nathan Frazier? He just gets to be chill, dude. I don't know. Meanwhile, know. you know, yeah, cal- Ti eighty. Thank you, man. Ti eighty six. Ti eighty six. Yeah. Yeah. Texas Instruments. T- Texas Instruments. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly feel like any other gimmick, like whatever Nathan Frazier is right now. He's just Nathan Frazier. There's no gimmick there. He's just being himself. I know, but like, I I know, but like, why can't Axiom be that? What's A-Kid's real name? I'm going to look it up real quick. A-Kid, wrestler. He's probably got a cool name. Yeah, probably. Carlos Ruiz. So, I don't know. Why don't you call him? Well, he's from Madrid. Mm -hmm. What if you call him, I don't know, Ruiz Madrid or something like that? I don't know. That's a terrible name, to be honest. That's with not great either. But I know it's called Raúl Mendoza. <laughs> um, no, I know this. For for someone who potentially could struggle with the huge character thing, yeah. Just because you know we haven't seen him do it, so maybe he can't. We just don't. Sure. Know. Yeah. Yeah. And to to give him anything that's such a a specific gimmick. Yeah. Like unless this is like right in his wheelhouse, maybe he did really good math in college or something. I don't know. Maybe he really knows oh, math really yeah. well. They're like, hey, what are you into? Oh, I was, I was pretty good at math. Math guy. Really? Yeah. Okay, you're math guy. He goes, like, well, does shit. It, Kiana already has that. That's her thing. That's her gimmick. Yeah. But you're, you're, you like math too. Yeah. No, it's terrible. It's to ter- how the fuck is this gonna fly? This is, this is stupid. I don't like it at all. No, I don't. Um, I'm not a fan of it either. And I don't like the name either. It, it sounds. <laughs> the like, name is stupid. 
What? Uh, Did you look uh, up the definition of an axiom? You know what an axiom is? I'm sure I do if I think about it. It's for so I don't know. It's what like it is. a it's like a uh, axiom is like a, a statement of truth more or less, isn't it? That's absolutely correct. It's it's a statement of truth that's so true it's obvious. Like it doesn't really need to be explained. A statement or proposition which is regarded as being established, accepted, or self-evidently true. Oh, in mathematics, uh, yeah, an abstractly defined structure, a statement on which an abstractly defined structure is based. Interesting. No, it's not. That's the problem. <laughs> no, I mean the I, mathematical. Uh, the definition almost seems like a contradiction to the the uh, the uh, actually like the definition outside of mathematics. Two world orders. Yeah, he's Captain Obvious. There you go. That's good. Yeah, it's better, I guess. I don't know, man. You know, I on I st- I honestly look. He's a good looking guy. He used to he used to dress kind of stylistically. I'm not saying you be Giovanni Vinci, because that's a terrible thing too. Yeah. Although the name is really good. Yeah. Um. I, you know, if he was like, I don't know, sort of a suave dude, you know, walking around and uh, I don't know, kind of like a less cheesy version of the Lothario guys. I don't know. I'm just throwing out something that's better in math guy. Guy who fucks a lot. What's wrong with that? <laughs> he, he walks around he's like, you smell like sex. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the only thing, one thing I thought of when he was doing his, his bit. Was like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna kind of relate his idea of problem solving and formulas to his technical wrestling ability. Yeah, which would be pretty funny if he was out there trying to put somebody in like a half crab and just look at the angle; it's not quite right. So he gets his compass out and is measuring the angle and gets in, sinks in a little bit tighter. You know, if they do some other, <laughs> he gets out. <laughs> yeah, he gets out the compass. Yeah, I don't know if they if they do if they like do more vignettes where like they show like you know. Like angles and shit as like he's doing this. moves and stuff. And imagine it's like, like the Thatcher stuff they were doing, but yeah. a really uh, scientific approach to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That could be fun. You could have like the angles to, of body parts being stretched and stuff like it's that. It's not as good as like guy who fucks a lot, though. Well, obviously not, but. He's like, oh, they're like, oh, he's got this match against Carmelo Hayes. Why is he gas so much? He's like, oh, I've been fucking so much. Today. Well, I kind of feel like there's been several attempts at such a character in NXT already. I know. Why not do more? NXT is the horniest brand there is. It really man. is. You it saw really like is. that opening bit where, uh, God, who was it? Uh, uh, Quinn McKay. I don't I forget where her NXT yeah. name is. Yeah. She like comes out of a pool and then uh, who is it? It was it. Uh, it was Idris. It was Idris. He's like you know pops a boner and goes after her, and then like uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a really horny show. Just introduce a lot of horny people. It's okay. It is. It is a very horny show. Uh, What's that smell? Uh, oh, it must be Axiom. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Kincaid. Thank you, John Elite. That's Thank you, yeah. yeah. Uh, show opened up with Roxanne Perez, Core Jade facing <laughs> JC Jane and Look Gigi. Look at Enforcer's chat. Axiom been hitting all the angles in the sheets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Uh, we get the tag, uh, women's tag title match, Toxic Traction versus Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. Uh, fun bout. Uh, the finish saw Cora spear JC out of the ring, and then Roxanne hits GG with Pop Rocks to get the win. To get that win after that. Yeah, Braun Breaker has an interview. My shoulder's fine. Yeah, walks into the PC. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Tony D'Angelo's lecturing Legato, Sand Santos, about making tough decisions. He asks uh, uh, Cruz del Toro, Electra Lopez, Joaquin Wilde, if they know where Santos is. And they look kind of, you know, no, nah, not really. And he says, I handled it. 
and he pulls out his phone and shows pictures yeah. of Santos laying in a hospital bed. Sad last days of I Santos know. Escobar. And then he says, Electra Lopez, the only one that's been putting in the work to help the family. Revenue with the docks is up 18% thanks yeah. to her. And he yeah. says, next week I'm giving you, Wild and Del Toro, one last chance to prove your worth to the family or else. So where are they working that they're not keeping up their end of the deal? If she's like, oh, man, I'm, I got revenue up by 18%. What's Cruz and Joaquin doing? I don't know. Where are they working? Don't are know. they doing the protection racket? Is that their deal? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, after that, we had a pretty deadly video package talking about how Essex is the true fashion capital of the world. If I'm not mistaken, Essex is where Waynemaker's from, Larson. <laughs> so, so I kind of doubt. As soon as they said that, I was like, none of this is going to be true at all. <laughs> So they talk some more shit about Briggs and Jensen. Uh, after that, we have Wesley versus Trick Williams. Man, what did you think about Trick Williams' entrance attire? Amazing. Did he look great? Amazing. It was cool stuff. He's coming along in the ring. It didn't hurt that he had Wesley, who's like one of the best wrestlers uh, really these good. days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so so this match was pretty decent. At a, at a certain point, of course, uh, Carmelo had come out with Trick, and he had you know he had he was very boxing themed. He had some yeah, gloves, yeah. he had the the robe, and then Carmelo had a couple of you know uh, water bottles with him, and one of them was sort of cased with like a, a black sort of sheath to it. And uh, midway through the match, while Carmelo is distracting uh, Wesley and the ref, uh, Trick goes down there and sort of on the sly sprays some from the black bottle into his hand and he rubs it all over and then he goes he gets back in and he lays out Wesley and then starts rubbing his hands all over his face and he had given the bottle over to commentary and, and Vic's like this smells like rubbing alcohol like, no it's clearly water and he's like no this is this is rubbing alcohol here uh Wade Barrett and uh and so sure enough uh uh Trick is able to get his spin kick finish off uh, uh for the win but yeah, he had put rubbing alcohol all over mm -hmm. Wesley's face and eyes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, then we get Tiffany Stratton. She's backstage getting her makeup done. And she's telling the makeup artist, hey, just put on some powder and it's good. So uh, Wendy Chu steps in and throws powder, a handful of it, in Tiffany's face. Uh, and then throws into the door. Then we get a backstage brawl through a picture-in-picture -picture commercial break. They make the way of the ring. Their match begins. Uh, Stratton's working over Wendy Chu's hand throughout um, and the finish saw her flip out of a German suplex stomps on Wendy's fingers hits the shotgun drop kick and her finisher to get the win yeah man yeah this is a decent little match here uh, after that we had a Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade interview uh, Cora says uh, I finally won a title and I got to do it with my best friend of the past six weeks uh, Perez says everything's happening so fast uh, she said, and then Jade says, it felt good to knock Toxic Attraction off their pedestal. Press says, the next week I'm cashing in my contract for a title match against Mandy. So that's happening. That is happening. Then we get Braun warming up backstage. Cameron Grimes walks yeah. in. Yeah. Says, hey, how's your shoulder doing? Braun doing says, good. Fine. Fine. Yeah. And Grimes says, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win the title. And Braun says, wouldn't have it either way. way. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Apollo Crews promo. Sadly, this did not involve time travel, uh, but he shows up. He says, this was really sad, actually. He says, you know, for the last year or so, I'd go home and I'd ask my kids, hey, what do you think of my wrestling tonight? And they'd say to him, that isn't you, Dad. And uh, he's like, it's clear they didn't recognize me. 
and I, they, they eventually just stopped watching. And I'm like, come on, man. He was playing a character. I really like the Apollo Crews character he was playing. Uh, so his kids are kind of crap. But anyways, since then, I've returned to NXT. He says, they've started watching every single week. My kids are fickle. He says, their excitement was brought back. Their excitement has brought back a spark to my career. He says, and I tell, hey, kids, I love you, even though you're fickle. Uh, He says, I've been back for about a month. And uh, he says, you know what? Zion Quinn was right. This place is different. Uh, There's a group of talent who are ready to take advantage of every opportunity. Then I get to start thinking about what would have happened if I stepped in the ring with, like, a Tony D'Angelo or a Nathan Frazier or uh, the winner of whatever, whoever wins the North American title match tonight. And he says, and I'm watching that uh, NXT title match because I know me and Grimes, we'd make magic together. He says, and then he's interrupted by Giovanni Vinci. He says, I noticed that you left me off your list, but I'm the only guy in NXT that can not only keep up with your skill, I can outperform you and do it in style. And then Crew says, all right, why don't you get in this ring here and, uh, and we'll see about that. And Vinci says, oh, you have the fans fooled. I'm dressed for a night out. But next week we can find out. You're going to find out just who the best athlete in NXT is. I assure you, you're going to lose. Vittoria for uh, Vinci. Could be. Could be. Uh, then we get an Ivy Nile interview. She's asked about tension within the group. And she says, uh, Dynamite is a group of al- alpha athletes. Says, uh, you don't step in a foot in our gym unless you're a badass. She says, tonight we find out who the best tag team is. And when they say Dynamite is forever, it's not a catchphrase. It's for real. Mm-hmm. And then there's some commotion going on over there. And she walks over there. And then uh, uh, Pax, uh, Tatum Paxley's in a shouting match with Kate Carter. And then so Carter and Chance walks off. And Ivy tilts, tells Tatum, you need to work on getting yourself out of trouble. Report to the Dynamite gym tomorrow morning. Let me ask you something. Yeah. While Ivy Nile was laying into Tatum here, Tatum just had kind of a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was because she knew they were live. I don't know if this is pre-taped or live. I assume it was live. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because they were live and it's like you can't help but sort of, I don't know, maybe she couldn't control it. But her performance was not very convincing. No, it wasn't. Ivy was like, hey, you need to get, you need to figure out how to get yourself out. And she was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like I was thinking, I don't know why, but today I was thinking when I was watching Dynamite, there was uh, the bit where Ruby got laid out by Ty Conti in the car. Yeah, and those two medics come up, and no. So apparently, this was actually pre-filmed. But yeah, if yeah, this like, was live like last week or something like that. If this was live, knowing myself, I'd have jumped in there and had a big hey. Can we get a medic? <laughs> I'd have like a big smile on my face because yeah. like sometimes, like you and I know, like sometimes we'll just start cracking up, or when we need to do like an ad read or something, we'll have to do a couple takes because we'll start cracking up. Over yeah, something. yeah, 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 totally. I don't know why I brought that up. Sorry, it was a tangent. I don't know. Uh, then we get a quick Grayson uh, Waller promo. He says, uh, hey, Carmelo, my mom really liked that uh, shirt you signed. Um, he says, uh, but there's one last thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal from you, and that's your North American title. Mm-hmm. After that, we had a Carmelo Hayes promo. He says, me and Waller used to be boys, but that's out the window. He says, Trick got his win tonight. He says, there's a difference between common and special. He says, Waller is common. I'm mellow. I'm special. Mm-hmm. And then we got that uh, J.D. McDonough video package we mentioned, too. He's saying he arrives next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. After that, the trainers are testing Braun's shoulder. Uh, he says he's good to go. He's good. Oh. 
That's good. Good news. Uh, then we got Grayson Waller versus Carmelo Hayes for the North American title. Uh, Grayson Waller, that kind of flipping unprettier he did. Wow. Oh, my gosh, right? That was incredible. That was nuts. That was so cool. Absolutely incredible, but he lost. Um, he's looking for the rolling stunner. Carmelo counters with the code breaker, hits that top rope leg drop for the win. Mm. Uh, then we get this little uh, video package deal where there's a QR code that says scan it. So you scan it, and it leads to a WWE website that just says 8-10-11. Yeah. Yeah, August 10th. No, wait. Eight August 10th. 10, 11. August 10th, 2011. 2011. What happened on that date? Going back in time. <gasps> Paulo Cruz? Maybe. 8-10-11. Was somebody born? I mean, that yep, you'd be 11 years old. Yeah, I don't think it's that. <laughs> Negative one's coming to fucking uh, NXT, I guess. Wowie, wow. Mm. I was trying yeah, to see when NXT got to start, but it's February 2010. Mm, mm. But that was the uh, the game show version. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Are there any are any good theories here in in chat? Anybody? Uh, Scooter says Tom Campbell thought it was maybe a Bible verse. What's hmm. the eighth book of the Old Testament? Don't know. <laughs> Enforcer, can you find out from the Heavenly Father? <laughs> Anyways, let's move on before we get in trouble. Uh, after that, we had his eye on Quinn interview. He says, uh, Cruz has his eye on the oh, wrong people, but they should be locked on me. I'm box office. It feels like he's been told that he's coming to main roster soon, and he's so full of confidence. He he just he doesn't have to really try anymore. <laughs> Maybe he's senioritis. He knows he's been accepted to a nice college. Or I think this is just him giving trying. But he's such so. a low talker. He is a low talker. He's, he's like put him, so close to mumbling. Put him with uh, Max Dupree and have the close talker with the low talker. Hey, he'd make a good maximum male model. He would. He would. Uh, he says on box office when you search for WWE superstar, I pop up. Is that true? That can't be true. What? That if no, you I do a Google that. search for WWE superstar, he shows up. He says, in a title reign for Apollo, that ain't it. Him on the other, my, me on the other hand, you're looking at a future champ. 2.0 is about the future, and the future of this place is Zion Quinn. Yeah. It was not It was not good. He's got a great look, though. I, I hope I hope he does well, man. Oh, because yeah. He does, he does. He's got a terrific look. Let me, let me see if WWE superstar images. I'm just going to go to image search. Well, his, he says his name pops up in the suggestion box, which there is even a suggestion box. <laughs> the suggestion box. So I don't know the hell he's talking about. What does that even mean? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's so let me get uh, Ivy Nile. She's leading uh, Diamine in a, a cheer before their match. Um, everybody fist bumps except Roddy, who just walks out and says, Come on, Damon. Roddy's being so salty. He's very salty, man. He's very salty. He doesn't even want to be there. Yeah, no. <clears throat> and this uh, last after. hour was really talky. There's just so much talking. I know. I'm hour. looking at your rundown here. My God, there's a lot of talking. Uh, after that, we had a Mandy Rose interview. She says, Corin Roxanne got lucky tonight. This happened before, but JC and Gigi corrected things. And a day later, says it's going to be rinse and repeat. I'm going to win. After that, we had a Chase yeah. U video package. Uh, this was awesome. I love Chase U. I don't care how many times they do the joke where he blows up at a student. It's always funny to me. 
so Bodhi says, I can't get any sleep because of my roommate. And then Thea's like, yeah, we're having so much fun. We watched Money in the Bank a lot over and over again. And then another student mentions, hey, you know, because it's the 4th of July stuff. He's like, John Adams thought that July 2nd should have been Independence Day because that's actually the day it was signed. And Chase uh, then cusses him out. He's like, what do you know? What does John Adams know? And then he throws him out of the class. And then Thea uh, suggests a field trip to England. And uh, Bodie's like, yeah, like that would ever happen. But then Chase says, no, that's a great idea. So I guess they're going to be the new NXT UK transplants. Going on excursion. That should be a lot of fun. That should be fun. Then we got Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp taking on the Creed Brothers. Uh, as expected, this got pretty chippy, especially towards the end. Mm-hmm. Finish saw Julius hit Roddy with a bunch of strikes. He hits a running slam. Kemp tags in. Julius just hits him with the same kind of running slam, f- sliding clothesline to get the win. Uh, afterwards, Brutus helps Damon Kemp up. And then Roddy just kind of, he's about to leave, and he kind of steps back in the ring but stands off to the side as he watches the Creed brothers raise those tag titles. Yup. Yup. Then we got an Axiom video package. We talked about A-Kid as math guy. Probably much too, probably way too much, to be honest. Yeah, we spent a lot of time. Spent a lot of time. Spent a lot of time talking about Axiom and a lot of time about floating in the deep recesses of space in this episode. Yeah. And if not interested in those things, I apologize. Oh, yeah, no, I think Axiom as fuck guy is great. I think you talking about the deep recesses of space is great, too, to be honest with you. Right. Uh, after that, we had a Robert Stone, Mr. Stone group interview. <clears throat> Stone requested this time. He says, because it's a travesty that Von Wagner is competing at the Great American Bash, and it's the fans' fault. And Sophia says, the fans have the audacity to squawk at Von week after week. And then Solo Sokoa steps in, the voice of reason. He says, why are you crying for the fans, telling them like it is? He says, I don't make excuses. He says, Vaughn acts like somebody owes him something. And Vaughn says, hey, Stone and Sophie don't work for, don't speak for me. I can handle business right now. And the refs come in. Like, they're just being sort of like staring at each other, not doing anything. And the refs just come in screaming, whoa, whoa, get, get I know, away they from actually each antagonize other. the situation more than, than they made it worse. Really do. Really yeah. do. Because, like, Vaughn then is like, oh, I'll get you. My uh, world. It's it's he does this weird thing with his mouth. It's like doing the impressions kind of because he does this thing with his mouth. It's like, yeah, it's my world. It's my world. You're just living in it <laughs> with this disinterested voice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, then we got our main event: Cameron Grimes challenging Braun Breaker for the NXT yeah. uh, title. Oh yeah. Uh, Grimes, of course, goes after the shoulder, and then Braun's like upset that he was. I'm like, well, yeah. that's your you got a target on that shoulder. No like, fair. Not fair. Go after that. Stop it. So, anyways, kick uh, out of your finish. Yeah, you kicked out of a cave in, which I don't remember ever happening before. So then Grimes. Like a second, it was like a super cave in, too. It was off the. No, uh, it was oh, it, cave in. Was, was it? Oh, no oh, cave-in. yeah. The, yeah. Then he tried for the second rope and he got, he he got, got speared. speared. It didn't take, take Braun's finish to beat Cameron Grimes. Yeah, but countering that fucking second rope into a spear, it looked like a finish. It did. <laughs> like, but then it you, looked you like Cameron Grimes got fucked up. I know they're telling the story at the shoulder that you can't pick him up because he got a bumped shoulder. I get that, but still. Still. He, Cameron Grimes, he, he, he should eat a finish. Anyways, yeah, so. Good-looking uh, good looking spear. Yeah, it was fine. It's not it's not like a Wolfgang spear. Um, True. And then, uh, so Braun celebrates. He's up on the ramp. Uh, J.D. McDonough attacks him and then hits, hits Devlin's side through the, the picnic table and yeah, man. Destroyed a bunch of perfectly good hot dogs. Then he said, like, uh, something like, uh, hey, all that stuff in the video, I was talking about you. I was talking about you, Brian. 
Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I put up a thread sure. here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a great way to support going in raw. Uh, it, you get the bonus stuff. This past uh, Tuesday on Overrun, we talked about that uh, we we gave we had ten pitches, ten. actually nine. It was nine pitches. Well, for, to be fair, I only supplied two. Yeah, but one of yours was a multi-step process. Yeah, so that was good. So okay, fine. Uh, four and two is six. Mm-hmm. See, that could be axiom. Um, yeah. So Steve, we did math six, wizard of going and wrong. Yeah, six solid pitches. Hey, I made it all the way to calculus as a senior. You made it too. I gave that to you, man. I threw up the alley oop for you there. Uh, you don't want to tell the people how that worked out for me. I think it's well established how that worked out for you and how it worked out for me. So, <laughs> I see. I don't, I don't want to go over the same ground over and over again. So. Oh, we want to move to the, move on with the move with forward. The, okay. Yes, forward. Good. Soakin Rose says, "When is the right time for Majeff to return to AEW? You got Christian. You don't need him." I guess the answer is whenever things get worked out. But, yeah, you got Christian. Yeah, there is no right. It's whenever things are – I'm not shitting on the question. It's a good question. Yeah, it but I, it's not a question of, like, when is it a good time. It's when is when are they going to get this settled? When are they going to get this figured mm-hmm. out? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, John Elite asks, in kayfabe, what makes an American bash great? Uh, barbecue. Yeah, you got to have some barbecue. You got to have a grill. Yeah. got to have some beer. Yeah. 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 Yep. I mean, they had that that community pool at that condo that's always been yeah. the NXT condo. Yeah. Uh, David Matushek, considering that uh, Rosa and Tony teamed up as Thunderstorm, what other name combinations should become common parlance? So, uh, uh, let's say Wardlow. Oh, go ahead. You have something. This is so bad. You get Von Wagner teaming up with Dr. Wagner, and they're just Von Wagner. <laughs> Von Wagner's? Yeah, that's good. Dr. Von Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, oh, how about this? Wardlow and Chessman team up. War Chess. Oh, that's good. War Chess. It's like War good. Chest, but it's but War chess. chess. I know. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Okay, let's quit while we're ahead. War Machine MJ says, do you, th- do you guys think now is the time to put both belts on Carmelo and make him the champ? So if it was up to me, yes. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Besides Roman, I'm, I'm fine with Roman having both titles. I don't know if, like, for the good of having people be able to chase stuff, mm-hmm. I'd want both titles on Carmelo. Once... Braun moves on to main roster. Carmelo should totally be the champion, but I'll be honest with you. I think Carmelo should move on to main roster before Braun Breaker should. Yeah, he's 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 ready for main, that's for sure. He's completely and totally ready for main. Uh, Dan Daniels asks, what's your TNT title color scheme? It's Volt and it's Teal. Volt and Teal. Okay, that's interesting. Um, or Volt and Gray. Yeah, that's that's a good one right there. Um, I mean, I know they're I know they're big old losers, but I, I'd go with the Kings colors. I'd go like I'd go like retro Kings colors, powder blue and red. Oh, you can't go wrong with powder blue, man. I'd go with powder blue and red. That's what I would go with. I think they'll look pretty sick. 
Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Blake Whitehouse, do you think Tony Khan would have the eventual Ring of Honor weekly show go against NXT? And if so, would we cover it? I think that we, I, I, if it's an hour long, I would have no problem covering Ring of Honor. I think we'd be able to fit that in our schedule. The way yeah, we do so. things now, um, I, I don't think, even if we covered on like the Thursday or the Friday show. Yeah. I think we could figure that out, yeah. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston, which barbecue would you rather attend, the Raw one or the NXT 2.0 one? Oh, NXT 2.0 one. Yeah. I don't know. They all just seem to be having, like, legit fun. Yeah, I know. You know? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that one. That yeah, one. I think that's the right answer. Uh, let's see here. Um, Gregory Fiella. You think Dan Lambert and his American top team are ever going to leave? Or does Tony really like the crossover and will have them stay for years? I don't know about years because I don't know if Dan Lambert might get tired of it. Um, I'm sure he's got other business to tend to. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I'm sure that they'll they'll probably run the natural course of them being there. It, they don't really bother me all that much anymore. Lambert, they, don't, they don't give the mic to Lambert for these long-winded promos anymore. That's all I really cared about. Yeah. Uh, Griffin Smith is wondering who will be more of a top star in 10 years, Wheeler Yuta, Daniel Garcia, or Lee Moriarty? Boy, that's a toss-up. I'll say it's who, whichever, whoever uh, really improves their mic work first. I'm going to say, like, I think the early lead is Garcia. Mm -hmm. I think he sort of, and this is not a knock on either other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He embodies his character so much more, not so much more, but I think more, significantly more than the other two, noticeably more than the other two. I think I think he understands his character more than they do. I, th I th Yeah, yeah. I, 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 they're all outstanding wrestlers. Everyone. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Fantastic in-ring wrestlers. And I think, as you mentioned, character and premise, whoever really uh, uh, gets that part of, of wrestling down, mm -hmm. they'll probably end up being, you know, the guy amongst the three of them. Yeah. they all. Well, two of them have really good mentors. Like like Jericho with Garcia is a great idea. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and of course, Wheeler. Wheeler with, with Blackpool Combat and Club. And then you got Lee Moriarty with Matt Seidel. With yeah, yeah, Moriarty need, he needs a better faction. He needs he needs an actual faction, not just Matt Seidel. This is a good question. Shane's birthday tweet: Who are the most underrated tag team in AEW? Is it Butcher and the Blade? Because they're good. I don't feel like they're ever sniffing the titles. Another team that's never sniffing the titles: Private Party. Yeah. Like they're I really think good. they're, I think they're really, really fun. I think the Butcher and Blade are really, really fun. Yeah, it's probably it's it's one of those two teams. Um, Xavier Gray asks uh, from a in AEW, who do you think should dethrone Jade as the TBS champion? I would I would say Statlander would be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he has a question for NXT: Who else should take? the NXT Women's Championship off of Mandy Rose. Cora Jade should, like, turn on her immediately mm -hmm. <laughs> while they're mm -hmm. tag champions. She's just screw out of that title match. Be like, yep. that was supposed to be mine. 
Yeah. This is a cutthroat industry. That'd be good. That'd You're be not my story. best friend. I've only known you for six weeks. All the exactly. pictures they show, they're all photoshopped. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, let's see here. And then uh, Moses Pose says, what are the chances that Lee turns on Swerve since we've already seen the slight swerve from Isaiah Swerve Scott already? I don't know if people are going to want to boo Keith Lee. Nobody wants to boo Keith Lee. Yeah, no one wants to boo Keith Nobody Lee. Nobody wants to boo that. They'll understand. It's like, oh, I'm sure he has a good reason for that. He does. Swerve tossed him out of that battle royal. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so that's going to do it for the show tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Tomorrow, uh, there's no numbers don't lie. We do have a survey up for patrons, YouTube channel members, and uh, here for the live Twitch crowd. Um, it's on Kenny Omega this week for numbers don't lie. Yes. But we're going to start doing that on Monday so it doesn't mess with our Twitch notifications for Smash Zone because mm-hmm. people aren't getting the Smash Zone notifications. Tomorrow night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, new Smash Zone. Should be a lot of fun because it always is. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.